if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. Had slow is in a Verstappen getting out of the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just going through the grass and everything. <laughs> off roading, uh, off road race here. And Christian Horner's like, yeah, are, aren't they supposed to be driving like that? Like, isn't yeah, that no, normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it's perfectly okay to go ten meters. There's, the there's not even grass, right? It's all tarmac <laughs> anyway. No, uh, no, no blood, no foul there, and in, in that one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, did you have somebody you wanted to shout out here uh, off the top of the show? Yes. Yeah. So this weekend was super busy with everything that was going on, right? Everyone looking for information, especially on the you know, Lewis Hamilton DQ uh, from qualifying from Friday to Saturday. And shout out to Chris Metland. You know, he had the best coverage on the weekend. You know, like he was obviously there in local and... He was reporting nonstop, and he was actually the one that got the breaking news about Hamilton and other things that was going on during the weekend. So shout out to him for his coverage of the Brazilian GP. Yeah, very nice job uh, from from Chris. And uh, we want to welcome our special guest uh, this week. Uh, hopefully, LK's replacement. Uh, we we brought in <laughs> Paddock Report. Uh, so Paddock Report, nice to nice to have you with us. Uh, maybe tell us, uh, you know, how'd you get into Formula One, and who's your favorite driver? Uh, and uh, you know, just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah, I'm super super excited to be here. So thank you for having me. Um, Really, really this excited. this is an interview, uh, and we've already selected you uh, to release yeah. something. So yeah, it's a oh, done deal. Yeah, yeah you're okay. doing great, uh, yeah, guys. Still it's delivered. This is my my yeah, pleasure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it was an honor. This first, you know, forty episodes, yeah. but uh, I'm passing the baton here. Yeah, yeah, you tried, you tried. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, send me send me the HR package. You're gonna go for a walk and never come back. <laughs> gonna go out for milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yes. I am, my name is Elle, by the way. Um, my Twitter handle is at F1 Paddock Report. And I got into Formula One. Um, I don't know if you've heard recently, there's this show called Drive to Survive. Ever heard of it? No, never heard. No, yeah, never, never heard. heard of it. <laughs> so it's not a big deal at all, just random. Not at all, right? Well, some people hate it. So some people may hate you just because you, you found Formula One because of that. You know, that's okay. They can hate me. <laughs> well, and and just think of all the poors who uh, who have missed out on uh, Drive to Survive as well. So I'm looking at you, LK. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it. And I liked it. I like drama, so I'm all in. You know, I love it. Uh, I I mean, I love how they make it seem like. Um, you know, they're, they're queuing up on the grid and, you know, the whole parade lap just disappears and then suddenly everybody takes off at 200 miles an hour. I love how like they cut out, you know, like there's a whole parade and everything that happens, uh, before the race, but yeah, yeah. Very, very realistic. Very, Very, well, I, something I found very confusing while watching the show, even like not really knowing that much about formula one. Um, and I had a vague awareness, which I can get into in a second, but, um, they would be like referencing races that happened like three months prior as if mm-hmm. this was like essential to the yeah. moment that they were talking about. And I'd be like, didn't Austria happen like three months ago? 
Yeah, it's not a sequential timeline, right? They pick a no. team and just cover the team end to end. It sucks. So, El, yeah, who, so, like, who who are you pulling for? Like, did that did that draw you into a certain team or a driver? Um, yes and no. So currently, currently, I am I am hoping for a Lewis Hamilton victory. Oh, and the reason I'm I'm hoping for that is because um, normally I like to root for the underdog. But in this situation, I feel like he has already won seven. He just needs to win eight. Like, it just needs to happen. I want it, it to happen. He's been 10, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, Verstappen is such an asshole, right? We don't want to see him win. So <laughs> that's, that's true. According to Drive to Survive, yes. <laughs> well, according, yeah. according to everyone who's, who's, everyone. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone who's ever spoken oh. to him knows that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's, even that's even Kelly PK would for. tell you that, right? Okay, who? <laughs> Your girl Kelly PK. Oh yeah, his most expensive purchase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, but did, but did you like uh, auto racing before, or you just like fell in love with Formula One? No, so I um, I so I had a like I said I had a vague awareness of F one. I um, really like soccer, and I watch a lot of mm. Premier League. Um, and I used to watch it a lot back in the day, um, you know, like 10 years ago. And, you know, I would watch clips on YouTube and then it would started recommending to me to watch Formula One clips. And um, you couldn't watch Formula One on TV at the time, really, um, in the United States, at least. Uh, so I remember watching a lot of highlights from Formula One of Sebastian Vettel. And I thought he was like a god. I thought he was the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. He was so funny. He was such an asshole uh, during that time, and he was winning, and I loved it. But other than that, I didn't really know that much about it. I didn't keep up with it. Kind of forgot about it, to be honest with you. Um, and I don't like other car racing. I didn't grow up watching other forms of auto racing. I think NASCAR is terrible. Oh, okay. Um, all right. All right. Let's let's uh, move on. Let's. Uh, no, I agree. No. <laughs> Please continue. Yeah, NASCAR sucks. They don't run when it's. Yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, they they don't race when it rains. Like, what kind of racing is that? Oh, they that's, can't not race when it... that's not true. That's not true. They have, they have wet tires. They have wet tires at the uh, when the average speed is less than hundred miles an hour. Then they have. Oh, blah 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 blah. Oh, okay. Sucks. Yeah. yeah no, I'm sorry. Um, the, the the show the show line is that the indie car sucks uh, because it is awful to watch. <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, I IndyCar's okay. No, it's not. not. No, one. it's not. It's really not. <laughs> it's, it's really yeah, not. Yeah, I like I like the Indy 500 because I think it's like a tradition and it's cool. No, and no. I'm I'm from but, Chicago. But have you actually so watched an Indy 500? Indy 500 is. Yeah, the the last ten last laps, five so, laps. Yeah, yeah, that's the only yeah. part that you should watch. Yeah. The first 190 are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But I, yeah, I'm not a, you didn't watch NASCAR. I did go to a NASCAR race once in college and. Um, try, try anything once in college. Am I right? Okay. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Including your weekend activities. Um, hey, come on. They're supposed to be, you know, the secret. Um, and then there were just, you know, it was really boring and there were a lot of Confederate flags. And I was like, yeah, I'm not a part of this. This is not for me. <laughs> I can't disagree there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Well, a lot of that going on. Yeah. Well, L, 
Are, are you ready to listen to our good friend LK backpedal for 45 minutes as we talk about the, the happenings of the Brazilian GP? I mean, listen, listen, is there anything, is there anything better than his awful tweet storm on Sunday? I mean, I just, I loved every <laughs> moment of it, watching him implode uh, on himself. So hold on, uh, hold on. You- First of all, watching, no, you you go, you go saw ready. that later because go you ready. watched the race three hours later because you, know, you had no balls. Matter. Your the, wife and kids don't let you watch TV on the afternoon, right? I love so you okay, watch I, the race. I love my family. You, you, didn't, you didn't see the my twins I, life. The bad thing, no. Second, se- you know second, that, no, no, second. No, 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 I'm the foreigner here, and you have you are the let's one that has reading one. comprehension problems. Okay? Let's stop on number one. That doesn't help your case because. You made a you made a prediction before the race, so did I. But then, as the race was progressing, you doubled down and tripled down and quadrupled down on the horrible take. It just kept no. getting worse. Can I can you I read your tweets? Can I read you your tweets? You do not understand the power of the, the reverse jinxing, and that's what I did, and I excelled at it. It's the reverse jinx. I said Hamilton will not win. He won. Oh, how many how many I, sushi, I how many sushiritos did you have? Oh. Listen, I, I helped him actually by you reverse did. jinxing him. You've done nothing to help anyone here. L L, go ahead before before I read his tweets. L, go ahead. No, I just was going to say that I think that spite fuels Lewis Hamilton. So keep tweeting because uh, I want him to win. So keep doing it. So uh, if I could just read LK's tweets, um, go the ahead. first one said. Great fight and effort from Lewis, but Max is just faster. Okay, he was well, up until that point. Oh, he was no, no, he wasn't. At no point was Max just faster. So already clown show. This is early on in the race, but we double down, Negative. and then we say Lewis can't keep up. What race were you watching? He was passing cars. He was catching the leader, and then you triple down. You say only way for lewis to win is if he makes max commit an error wow. yes did you see my quote tweet on that one did you see the yes. quote tweet on that yes, one I did, because fo- that, no 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 because bozo bozo shut up listen, let me say listen, listen, no 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 okay, he forced your, yeah, he forced he forced Verstappen to to miss nope. the the nope. break point at turn nope. one with that he got close to max and Thank passed him turn four like that, that you're being bozo right now because I, I called it. I called it. The only way he could pass me Verstappen it was if he forced an, uh, uh, an error. And he forced an error. All right, all right. S- case. Settle down, little man. Let me read the uh, the chef's kiss. The is you you write main straight pressure and better exit at turn one is what Lewis needed. That is the chef's kiss because no, but that's what I did. He did not make a mistake. That was actually. Lewis- Listen, the answer listen, to my previous tweet. Listen, if you cannot read and comprehend, it's not my fault. If you can't listen, we can't have a discussion. You need what you need to understand is Max didn't make a mistake. Lewis was faster. He was faster on the straights, and he had DRS. That's how he passed him. There's not this garbage. Nobody makes you do this tweet storm. Nobody made make you made these bad decision after bad decision. You were so dumb. Jason, even as Lewis is is about to win the race, as he's going to win the race, you're still doubting him and you're still coming up with these. I'll always doubt everyone. This is the dumbest thing you've ever done. And you're, and you won't admit and step back and say, wow, not only was that, listen, 
dumb during the race, and now I'm dumb after the race. I mean, no. what a clown. First half of the race, it was reverse jinxing. This, the, the moment he passed, was like, okay, he did his job. L, L, can you can you can you set him straight because this, like I'm I'm talking to a wall here. <laughs> I you know I think that you guys are both right, and I'm not trying to be that person that's like trying to make the middle right. line here. Uh, you're off. But <laughs> come on, tell him he's wrong. Come on, it's okay. You can tell him he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that. Um... Listen, I pushed one out of the show already. I can push the other one. <laughs> oh, you and I can, can partner on this. It's fine. L, I mean, nobody can defend these tweets during the way as the race is unfolding, as Lewis is winning. Why is go- like Donald on. Trump? Like you, you look like Donald Trump with because the hands. Like stop your, it. See it on your, top of your hands. Your inability, your inability to put a thought into your head. I mean, there's so much marinara sauce in there. Like I can't get a good a good thought in there. Like I have to squeeze out some uh, some penne out of your ear so that way you make room <laughs> for some logical thinking here. I don't know. Hell, again, explain to him that as Lewis is winning the race, he could have at some point said, oh, yeah, Lewis is going to win. But no, he, he like even oh. to this point, he still doesn't think that Lewis won yesterday when he won a, a spectacular race. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> to be fair, I, I feel like. How do I want to phrase this? I feel like watching Lewis. Uh, watching Hamilton kind of come all the way from the back was a little shocking. I didn't quite believe what was happening before my eyes. Um, even though if there was anybody to do it, it would be him. So I'll give that to LK. And I do think that, yes, like Lewis is faster or the car is faster, you know, particularly on, on Sunday than, um, mm-hmm. than Red Bull's car. But it's Saturday. And we'll probably talk about this more later, but I I could argue that, Max running him off the track was the mistake, right? Yeah, I, if you want to make that argument and then say that that is what lit Lewis on fire, because oh, yeah. in real in real time, when I saw him do that, I said, "Oh, Lewis has got this." Like, no real time, no. Yeah. On the recording, hundred percent. He is on the recording. Him. On the recording, yes. Yeah. Real time in the recording, right? I'm yeah. a real person. I did watch it for real. Like you, I don't know. You're you're. You I have some Chinese well, so I feel you. you. I don't. Okay, well, but uh, I'll, I'll give you a break. But Jason, no, nah, yeah. too much of a bozo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you being a slave to your cable provider, yeah, it's really, really great stuff. Yeah, great. Yep. Yep. <laughs> very, very I'm, high. Great virtue. Listen, singer. I'm I'm a I'm a Puritan here. Okay, I watch live. No recording. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, you're a barbarian. All right, yeah. <laughs> it was terrible takes. Can, right can, the can, can we can we can we talk we about the, the weekend or not? Can we move on? Yeah, yeah. I'm tired, I'm tired. Of listen, I'm tired of listening to you backpedal. All right, let's ah. yeah, let's move on. Jeez. <laughs> so so there's a five five place grid penalty. So L, I mean, at that moment you knew that this podcast had arrived, right? That. um <laughs> They found the gap, and the gap was mm-hmm. 85.2 millimeters in the back of mm-hmm. Lewis's DRS, right? I mean, yep. what, not, what do you think not about point two. <laughs> Yeah, not point no. two. Not point two. Yep. Uh, could you repeat the question? I'm sorry. 
Uh, just tell me, what do you think about the the penalty? Like, uh, is it a is it a oh. sham? Is it uh, you know, uh, Red I... Bull hijinks, or uh, or really they're trying to to skirt the rules? Okay, so here's the thing: it is a technical violation. So yes, they should have been punished, right? What I find really strange about this whole situation is that Red or not Red, excuse me, Mercedes was not. Um, given the opportunity to correct the mistake and we've seen that happen at other races this past mm -hmm. year under park for conditions so i thought that was strange that they weren't you know allowing mercedes to correct the mistake they just instantly penalized them um and that kind of plays into this larger conversation of what is going on like why is there no consistency from the stewards slash fia mm -hmm. on a variety of issues um, and especially, too, because after, you know, the FIA investigated, it was pretty clear that it wasn't intentional. It was a broken wing. You know, it, they wink, just wink. put it on. And, yeah. 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 Inadvertent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I thought that was a little strange. Um, but, you know, the rules are the rules. And, you know, Seb got disqualified for not having enough gas in his car, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, so... While I think it's kind of dumb, I do understand it. I just think it's weird. It, it just goes back to the inconsistency thing. I think it's weird that they were so quick to penalize Mercedes um, when they weren't doing the same for other cars. Okay. Yeah. But it but it seemed like the penalty matched sort of the infraction, right? That uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That that the penalty kind of kind of matched. Uh, so that, so you had the um, so you have to start in the back of the sprint race. And then he'd add the additional uh, the because he changed the the power unit. He'd have the five place uh, penalty uh, for the main race. It seemed to match, right? Uh, so yeah. LK, what 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 do you think? Did uh, did it match the the crime? I don't know. I have uh, I, I have a uh, mixed feelings on that because Red Bull was allowed to to change and and work on their uh, rear wing. I think a, a race or two. Prior to exactly. that, right? Uh, while in Park Ferme, and the conditions that they found the problem, Mercedes said, "Hey, it's an issue. It's not something that we deliberately did." So yeah. th that was their argument, right? So it's kind of now I'm a stickler for rules. If the rules are there, you know, you need to follow them. Mm -hmm. However, there were there was precedent for this kind of uh, you know maintenance, let's call it, or, or addressing before. So I, I found it weird first that it took so long for a, uh, uh, you know, a a punishment and it was a disqualification from the qualifying. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was too severe in any case. I think they could have given them penalty, but not DQ. You know, but the whole the whole situation was weird, in my opinion. How about you? Okay. Do you? Do you think it was fair? Or yeah, I, I felt. I, I didn't I didn't feel it was unfair. I I, I mean I guess you could argue okay maybe uh, just a, a grid place penalty for the qualifying, but I think because it's such because you'd still have the full race on Sunday, it sort of made sense to just qualify him for that race, and then you know you get whatever you get after the the sprint race. I think if if it had not been a sprint race, then. Um, disqualifying would be way too much, you know, dis disqualifying from the main race. So I think that's why it falls into this weird spot that it matches what the weekend was and what the penalty was. And, um, you know, 
and then speaking of the the qualifying or the sprint race uh or sorry we're not allowed to call it a race it's just a uh well, it's just a sprint, sprint right sprint, yeah. <laughs> uh you know it's well it was sorry it's, it's a race like it is <laughs> but yeah they award points so yeah it's a race. it was it was the best sprint whatever <laughs> out mean, of the three ones right yeah but the bar like, the bar are, was totally i know right i know but like uh, i i i said two things on the preview i want chaos Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the best street race weekend. And I got it right. I'm not gloating here, but it, that's what happened, right? Oh, there was too much ca- chaos. No, no. It was more chaos than I wasn't expecting, right? But uh, yeah. it, it was it, yeah. it was cool. And the and the race and qualifying and sprint definitely de- delivered it. So. But it's but it was solely from Lewis. I mean, you, oh, take Lewis, you take Lewis out of that sprint and it's a snooze fest, right? I mean, I mean goes, that's the only reason to watch. It goes from last to fifth. Like, it was amazing the the performance that he put yeah. in the show he put in. Yeah, know, spectacular. Yeah. Bottas just managed to fuck it up. You know, gave gave oh, that that, that well, first so, position right. Well, so, well, in the sprints, right? He has a very good start, and Max has, you know, a, a, I guess a bad one, uh, and and they swap places, and it just confirms that Bottas is just the king of inconsequence. Like when there's really nothing on the line, that's when he shines. Um, and then going to the main race, turn one, lap one tells you everything you need to know about Bottas. Okay, you once you apply just the slightest bit of pressure. He pops. Uh, he's actually he's a bigger influence on Mercedes than Lewis could ever be because he has brought the team down to his level. <laughs> <laughs> they, because they, them cracking under pressure is all because of Botas. He, we have to get him out of this seat, right? L, I mean, we, we got to get George in, in there immediately, right? Um. Okay. I am not convinced George Russell is the next great Mercedes driver. Well, he can't be uh, worse. He can't be worse. Can't than be worse. Yeah. I. I mean, maybe. Bottas is not even alive. I mean, <laughs> like, like I mean, you know, yeah. Okay, here's, he, I, he, he does I'll nothing for the team. Um, I was thinking about um, the Mexico GP, which was the last race the other day, and I'm still kind of annoyed that. Um, he hit the brakes early and then caused that whole crash. Like that was really on him. <laughs> yes, it was. It was angry. Yes. And same with, yeah. Like what is that about? Why are you hitting the brakes so early? Because he wanted to make sure that won't pass him. No, the, <laughs> yeah. the, like I said, the moment you apply pressure, he pops. He's, it tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Those those two instances right there just show that when when yeah. there's actually something to fight for, he's awful. Yeah, and I you know I think it's probably good that he's he's out at the end of the season. Um, Thank goodness. I don't know if they really should push him out for the remainder of the races. I don't know if that's really Mercedes style. If this was Red Bull, he'd be gone two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. He would. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, I hope uh, that he can keep it together enough. I had the same uh, no line of thought, but right now I'm convinced he should have been gone two two races ago. Yeah. Like after after the US, he should just you know get a boot. Yeah, taking some time put off. Put Russell there. Yeah, I mean he's not adding any value to yeah. the team at the moment, so he's, might as well bring Russell. Yeah, yeah. 
He's yeah, well, he is a raisin. He is just shriveled. <laughs> He's the king of inconsequence. But uh, and and you know, going keeping with the uh, as LK calls it the the fight of thirds. Uh, we have uh, your man Perez giving probably the most pathetic radio call of the year. I mean, uh, maybe awful. too soon, maybe too oh. too, too soon to, to call yeah. it. But he says. Tell Max to give me DRS. Like, <laughs> what is what is what is Perez thinking there? I mean, okay, you have to defend this. He's your man. I mean, he's my man, but that was awful. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Like, Max is gonna slow down yeah, so he can give you DRS. Like, what are you thinking? You know, like, yeah, in, in what world? Yeah, use the right paddle. You know, and like, press all the way down. And then you're going to catch up to him. Like, yeah, yeah. Give me DRS. Come on. It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Checo, we, yeah. we gave you the same car as him. Like, what do you, what else do you want us to do for you? <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. Same car. <laughs> same car. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, and, uh, and we also saw at, at, just at, at the very beginning, you have Lando going for, you know, his, uh, uh, how, how do we say our, 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 our wheelbarrow full of, uh, of fortitude? Uh, let's say he makes a bold move uh, and uh, he pays the price move. right, right, right yeah. off the start. L, L, what did you think of uh, Lando going for it there off the start? I, you know what? I, I say go for it. Like, you know, they're trying to fight for third. They've definitely sealed their fate, I think, in not coming in third. But, you know, you never know if you don't try. And he had a good start. Um, he just kind of ran out of room, and I think he thought he cleared signs. He didn't, yeah. though. But what I found funny about that situation is if you listen to Science's radio, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I got squeezed. And then you see a photo, and he's like, there's like two car lengths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Science, science didn't move <laughs> a millimeter. <laughs> he was yeah. like, just like, his steering wheel was completely, like, point forward. Uh, forward. Yeah. Like, so unbothered. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he made he made no effort to like no yeah get out of position, so which I thought was funny. But like yeah, Lando was aggressive. I liked it. Yeah, you know, yeah, unfortunate, I... unfortunate for him. But I I thought that could be a race that you know because of the engines he could have had some success. But yes, um, if yeah. he had pulled off that move, I think that we would have been all like, oh my god, Lando driver of the day, great move. You yeah. know, now he's getting all these points. So I think it was. You know, he took a risk. It didn't pay off. But if you want to win championships, you have to. You have to do that. You have to yeah. take the risk. Yeah. And I, th I think Ricardo finally showed some consistency, right? Because in the yeah. sprint race, he started in eighth, finished in eleventh, and then in the real race, he started in eleventh and finished in sixteenth. <laughs> what, what more consistency can you get from that? Yeah. Like he consistently goes down the grid. You know, like, that's what McLaren needs. Not exactly what McLaren wanted, I think. I don't. Tolerate any Danny Rick slander. Oh no! Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he is no, tough no, to no. defend. Uh, <laughs> here, uh, he, he totally did his job for Ferrari. Yeah, he helped for Ferrari. Ferrari. For Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, it's an Italian heritage, you know. True, true. And um, speaking of Ferraris, right? I think they consolidated the, the their status as number three in the grid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know. These past couple of races, every time something happened, they'd be like, oh, it's Max's to lose. Oh, it's Lewis now. Oh, it's Mercedes, mm -hmm. whatever. And I've, never, I've been hesitant to call it one way or another because I'm like, there's so many races left. Up in the air, Lewis yeah. 
is going to pull something out of nowhere like this past weekend or Max is going to do something. So I don't think it's over until the last lap of the last race in respect to that. But I do feel like the third place uh, for Constructors' Championship between Ferrari and McLaren is pretty much sealed. I think it would take a real a double DNF and a one-two win for McLaren. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you, or, you know, if, if Danny DNF Rick keeps – if Danny Rick keeps doing what Danny Rick does, um, yeah, yeah, then definitely Ferrari's going to come in third. I mean, he's just it's a complete letdown. Complete like riding so high from Monza to now, just now we know we know who he is. Um, uh, and right. I, I, well, I'm not going to say anything what I think about Monza because I don't want Al to be upset here. But yeah, <laughs> Let, let's go with no, the one two. Right. No, I, I just think the, the that victory fell on his lap, and uh, and yeah, and oh, most yeah. of the. Like I, I and Jason is you now my my witness here. I was a Lando Norris fanboy up until that Stan, point. Stan, I think when, Stan is what Stan, it's right? <laughs> no, uh, no cap, right? No cap. <laughs> I, uh, it's like yeah, when he, he asked, yeah, yeah, yeah. He when he asked the team, "Should I stay in second? I have pace. Should I stay in second? That lost all the credibility with me. You know, like. And from that point on, he didn't perform well. And I think it, it, it affected him psychologically, the fact that he didn't win that yep. race and Ricardo did. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean. The, the, he, he was okay with finishing second, you know. Yep. Yeah. But LK, you're, you're not a hater. You just crush a lot. And, uh, yeah, yeah I'm crushed, yeah. <laughs> so. You crush and then you're crushed, yeah. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Crush and so, crush. A lot of lines here. Read between uh, the lines here, okay? Get over with so, it. So maybe, maybe we can move on to uh, the, the pit strategy that, that made up uh, the whole excitement of the race. Um, so the, the hey, first round. Of- can I Go ahead. can I say something on that? If there's anything that I will backtrack and oh, agree that I was ha- wrong mm-hmm. was because I thought the two pit strategy for Mercedes was the 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 cherry on top of the no the cake that they were gonna lose. I thought it was the wrong decision, and I I, I stood corrected, and it was actually the right one because and we we can talk about that. But yeah. Lewis was one point four seconds behind Verstappen before the second pit stop. Mm-hmm. After both stopped, Lewis was two point six seconds behind, so he actually lost about no one point two seconds after pit stop. I was like, that's it, Mercedes fucked it up again. No, they got it right on the undercut in the first. Uh, stop and now they fucked it up on the second stop and no they he managed to uh to show me that that even, i was wrong even even when lewis asked um you know is is the undercut not strong and the team said no not really you still you still thought it was the wrong choice like you you and vb were the only two people who yeah it's me and vb i want to stop one stop Exactly. Like, if anything, right? The, when I sided with with both, I was like, "You, you know, I'm wrong." But yeah, I, I thought uh, I, it's not even that the two stop is the fact that hey, they did the undercut. Why didn't they do the same thing again? I thought there we go. No Mercedes waiting until Red Bull does something and, and fucks it up. That, that that's what I thought was gonna happen, right? I think the I... two stop might have been correct, but I thought they could be the first ones to stop like the first time. No, because when I saw the 2.6 um, gap, I was like, that's it. You know, Red Bull now is going to have the enough pace to you know, keep that gap or you know, increase the gap. And I, mm-hmm. I was wrong. 
Something yep. I just wanted to, to bring up really quickly, and I feel like this is why Mercedes was so good this weekend, besides also just having a faster car, faster setup, um, it's because they committed. They committed to the strategy. It seems like the past couple of races, they've just been so wishy-washy about the strategy and reacting to, to reacting mm-hmm. too much to what Red Bull is doing. And while you do need to react to your competitors, you also need to be consistent and, you know, stick to the plan. If you're confident that your plan's going to work, um, you need to stick to it. And I feel like they finally did that this weekend and it paid off. The the only thing I disagree there is on is on the second stop. So so when we get there, uh, I'm not sure they were so committed because I do think they were influenced by what what Red Bull did. Um, so the, so the first the first stop comes around uh, lap 26 uh, for most people. There were some people who pitted early, like because uh, there was a, there was a, uh, yeah, a safety, safety car, car out. In, and a VSC, and yeah. so it's sort of it sort of distorted, uh, you know, how much life those medium tires had um, mm-hmm. because, you know, you see lap 26. Well, but, you know, not all of those were, were at pace. Um, so almost everybody, everybody who ends up finishing near the front pits around uh, lap 26. But the second stop, that's the one where you have to question, like, what what were they thinking? And and specifically, uh, Red, does, right? Well, such as mole. So, so Small yeah, Bottas only went eleven laps. He only went eleven laps on that middle stint. So he went from mediums to hards, and then to hards again. But only after eleven laps. And it seems so weird because it. We at least we didn't see it or uh, we didn't hear that. You know, they were telling him to push. Like it would have made sense if they told him, "Okay, you need to push really hard." Then once we see see Deg, then we'll bring you in. It just it seemed like. He he was thinking, okay, I'm doing this to the end of the race, and and that's and that would have made a lot of sense. So it's really strange. And then you have Verstappen comes in two laps after that, so it's uh, he he runs 13 laps, and then I think Lewis comes in three laps after uh, Verstappen. So I think that that reaction by Lewis was how Mercedes was influenced by by what Red Bull was because they saw Verstappen come in probably before they were uh, prepared. Right. For yeah, because yeah, I think they everybody would have looked at Bottas and said, "No, that that's way too soon." Um, and, but anyway, I but I, 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 I agree with Al. I agree with Al. I, I mean, whenever Mercedes is under pressure, they fucked it up. Yeah, right. And I think I think they they learned from that mistake because they only took three three laps to <laughs> to react, right? Uh, but. In France, right, Paul Ricard, when they did the undercut on Red Bull and won that race, mm-hmm. right? That was the last time they actually influenced you know, the whole entire the decision-making process of all the other teams, or, yeah. or at least Red Bull. Yeah. But f- from, from France and on, Red Bull just dominated the, the pit strategy uh, against Mercedes. But the, the other interesting thing about pit stops is Ferrari, because they did medium-medium yeah. hard. Like it was a bold decision, right? They they fully committed to to the, to a two pit strategy because at that point we didn't know if it was going to be a two pit st- stop for Mercedes and mm-hmm. uh, Red Bull, right? But Ferrari by going medium medium, we knew he, they were going to stop twice, and they actually you know were able to keep their positions. So that and, that was bold from them. And Lewis, uh, you know, we know that he asked for the mediums there for his his second stop. So he even he thought, okay, that was that's the tire to be on. Um, but yeah, good good for uh, Ferrari to uh, to go for it. And and they made them last. You know, it, it wasn't like they were out there for just a few laps on the mediums. They went just as far 
farther in most cases than uh, than the the top four did. Um, can we can we add a, a observation here? Yeah, yeah. A- a- Aston Martin they managed to have no new tires for the race. Yeah, all, all they all had them. were used tires. Like, how did they get to that situation? Explain <laughs> to me. Your boy Lawrence, how does he allow this to happen? You know, yeah, I have to have a conversation with uh, with Larry and uh, and and our friend uh, Matt Bishop and kind of ask uh, <laughs> what, was, what was going on there, how they were unable to save any tires, or or maybe it was strategic. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have I, to I, say about Aston Martin. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I found them to be the most disappointing um, team this season. Yeah, a lot, a lot of potential. They they should have been up higher, but yeah. you know that's what happens when you copy uh, another team's. But just... not only that, I think there's definitely some management things going on. You know, like we all the rumors that Upmar is leaving at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the the fact that they copied Mercedes and Mercedes was able to fix the low rate problem, they couldn't. You know, they were mm-hmm. counting with the eggs before you know the eggs were hatched. You know, for this season, uh, trying to ride away from last season. But know? I think even even originally, they weren't planning to run this this season, right? They were expected to to have the rule change. So, like when they made this decision two years ago, or even before. But um, that's bad management, right? Because yeah. everyone knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but uh, not not in 2018 when they were deciding, or or whenever it was when they made the first decision to to uh, to copy uh the design right like like back back then they were thinking okay we just do this for one year and it worked they weren't expecting to have to do it again uh and and then you know here taking a beating but you know yeah very disappointing i i would also say i want to throw in the other disappointing thing from this weekend has to be anthony davidson because screw that guy because he was he's telling the audience that that he is some strategy genius that he would have pulled. He, he would have had Mercedes come in earlier. He would have had them come in even earlier than 11 laps for both tests. He would have only had them out there for like three laps and then do the second pit stop. I have no idea where he's coming from. Why, why is him and, and Paul disaster? Why, why are they allowed to even be on TV and talk like they know what they're, just because he was a third driver uh, one weekend, uh, that somehow I'm supposed to trust his opinion on strategy for some reason. It is complete garbage. Well, I I, I hear Elt loves uh, Sky Sky Sports, so don't don't slander him. I love Sky. <laughs> Favorite coverage. El, did you did you did you watch before Sky Sports in the in the US like the coverage of Formula One before Sky Sports no. or ESPN? Yeah, so, so you, I no, you um I do watch it on ESPN, but it's Sky coverage through ESPN. Right, right. Yeah, before I, that, I oh go ahead. No, I was gonna say before that was NBC Sports, and before was Speed TV, um, but it was the same team, right? Yeah, right. They were all British, but at least yep. they didn't have the British bias. Yeah. So it was uh, Steve really? Matt Hatchet. Who else? Yep. Steve Matchett, Bob Varsha, and, and uh, Will Boston. Dave Hobson. Yeah, so they were great. They were, obviously they they kind of slanted a little bit towards the British drivers, but they were way yep. less biased. It mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. Yep, that's good. I so I didn't mention this in the beginning at the top of the show. Um, so I just watched Drive to Survive this past May, and after I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is really cool. I think I'm going to start watching Formula One." 
And then I saw that most of the races were at like 8.30 in the morning on Sunday. That's, and I was like, well, that's, that's never happening. That's yeah. great. Um, and then I just randomly woke up one day and I happened to be on. It was the Baku race and I was hooked. Mm. I couldn't keep my eyes off the TV. So I've only been watching Formula One like properly since then, which I think was like June. Um, and despite that was a good race. That was a and good despite race. listening to our podcast, you you were still still enjoyed it despite yeah. having to listen to LK's <laughs> horrible predictions and this you know nonsensical tweet storm he did this weekend. So uh, I'm I'm great I'm grateful that you're sticking with it. And uh, yeah, now, so uh, back to the Sky Sports. I don't understand how Karum is not commentating races on Sunday because he's so okay. good. Okay. Yeah, I I <laughs> love watching Natalie, FP1 and FP2 Damon. because it, he he's commenting commentating yeah. right on FP1 and yeah. two. Yeah, it's the best. You know he should be on Sundays doing the race commentating uh, instead of Paul Disaster. Like what? Yeah. He, he is so he so obviously does not like Lewis Hamilton, and it's just kind of funny <laughs> at this point. Um, but I'm like, why are why are we still? entertaining this man so negative you know, they yeah they and they trot out Nick, nico rosberg as well either. <laughs> oh, I don't anyone's better than paul anyone's oh, yeah. better than paul <laughs> uh well except so, massa how, how bad is his post qualifying <laughs> he, he asked the question already uh, answering for the for the for the driver yeah <laughs> it's so awful he's like please stop interviewing <laughs> You guys yeah. had a really good day, right? Like you, yeah, you had a yeah, good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your strategy? You like your strategy? It was good, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like, you know, Omar paid him off to ask Lance Stroll that. Make sure you put in a good word with my dad. Hey, listen, how about the lap 48 Max is forced to lose out of the track and there is no penalty? Like, explain that to me. I mean, where do where do you even begin? But it, okay, but I mean, okay, there was. Is it really that bad? I mean, don't you want to see racing like that? I mean, yeah. I, I I think when when I see it, it it's not as bad as some of the other cases where guys haven't. So Nico Rosberg in particular, like not even trying to turn at least. Max hit it a little bit, you know. I mean, we we all know that he didn't turn the wheel like he should have, but um, I'm okay with no, okay. no that penalty. That footage there. that people are looking for is in the bottom of the lake next to the track. <laughs> like yep. that footage is long gone. Yeah. Christian Horner tied it to a brake himself, and you know, chucked it. You know, for me though, what I think is really weird, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the inconsistency. When I saw the incident live. I was like, oh my gosh, like, let them race. Like, I just want to see this play out. And then I started looking at the replays and I'm like, actually, this needs to be investigated. This, uh, whether or not there should be a penalty, I don't know. I think it could go either way. Um, but I thought it was weird that it never made it to the stewards. That's yeah. what I find strange about it. 100%. The fact that they didn't give the penalty, yes, it's 50-50. But not having all the angles to to get to a decision that's where i think yeah. i have a problem with and, yeah. right in particular yeah. red bull's footage yeah. that is plus 
sketchy to me. Well, but hold on. F1 controls the, the broadcasting. They should have that fucking uh, image, right? Yes. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Like, it's not even Red Bull's fault. It's uh, F1's fault for not having the, 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 the camera footage. But the thing is, in Silverstone, remember when Hamilton allegedly didn't follow the, the right uh, you know, racing line and hit Verstappen. That was the same case here. Mm-hmm. Verstappen didn't follow the racing line, but both avoided a, a, a crash. So how is Verstappen not uh, no, at fault for not right. following? Now, like, if, I'm, if I'm total, I'm telling Horner, your fucking driver didn't follow the race line. So why are you not upset this time? And when it and was my of, driver, you were all up in arms. And I kind of feel like he purposely didn't follow the racing line. It oh, wasn't, of course not. wasn't like a, I'm going for it, but not really going to make it, you know? Like I kind of, of course not. So, so yeah, uh, Lewis was a little uh, bit more optimistic than he should have been about making it. But, but okay. Are you, are you, are you more upset with, with that move or the weaving down the straight, because I I can't stand the weaving down the straight because because yeah. I think there's a reason that that rule is in place to to make one move and weaving back and forth is not only dangerous it's sort of it's very cheap uh, yes. and I don't like to see it I, I'm I, I was okay because they both walked away from this Silverstone was different because one guy went to the hospital uh, I mean so so that that's why I'm okay with no penalty here and yeah they're they're idiots for not having the data. Um, but it's yeah, the weaving is uh, yeah, and there was so much weaving this race, not only for not only from Verstappen but from other drivers, and it's like what's going on? Nobody was getting any. Well, uh, Verstappen got a uh, he got a flag, he got a flag, yeah. right? Black and white, yeah. Flag, yeah. But I don't know if any other drivers got. But it was yeah. But then like the, the couldn't f- tell you because uh, Sky's coverage is so terrible that I don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> But but then that fucking Michael Massey, Michael Massey, aristocratic asshole, you know, he's such an asshole. Like he he, like thanks for uh, thanks for sending and thanks for receiving. Right? Thank you for receiving that whole conversation. <laughs> it's like what are you doing? Like you don't have the footage, and you're being an asshole on radio. He needs to be fired. I mean, I'm sorry, he, his time is gone. Retire after the season. Let someone else fucking direct. I, I never, I really just, I never want to hear his name again. Like, I really don't. <laughs> I feel like after We're, every race, it's like, oh, race director Michael Massey, like, did this. I'm like, I, I should not know his name. Like, I really should never know about him. But, did, like, but didn't everybody hate, role. didn't everybody hate Charlie Whiting before? Yeah, too. Like, I mean, just, well, it's, I it's, it's, really he's, he's a punching, but he's a punching. But, he, but he didn't want to be on the, he didn't want to be on the spotlight like Massey once or ends up falling on the spotlight all the time all you hear is michael massey like i'll like, like it's like amazing they yeah they they need a punching bag he's glad to be to be that for the team and like they just they'll just put in some other bag of potatoes you know that they'll everybody will hate uh if, if you get him fired i mean who cares you know fire him Hashtag fire, hashtag fire Michael Massey. That's my hashtag from now on. But, but, but Maybe they'll fire him through email. Yeah. It. Speaking of punching bags, Sonoda again <laughs> didn't show up, right? Jeez. Another race where my boy Gasly destroyed him. 
Great, great race by Gasly. Yes. LK, you, you, you should be punishing me for my, uh, my Sonoda take in the last episode. Cause the last episode I said, you know, it's really unfortunate that we, uh, we don't know how good or bad Sonoda is because we haven't had a chance to evaluate his talent, right? Because he keeps getting involved in all of these uh, stupid <laughs> things. And, and then, and then, you know, this week he, he's like trying to take out half of another car, right? Like, doesn't he, yep. is he the one that drove into a stroll? I think, right? Yep. Like, that it that has to be that has to be my worst take of the week. I mean, I, you've you've had worse uh, this just this week, but oh no, so don't worry, we'll get your no, we'll get to the worst part of of the week. Don't worry we, about it. We're getting there. I have to admit, Sonoda. Now we know exactly who he is, and it is not good. He is awful. I can't believe that they're holding on to him for next year. I know. I mean, yeah, that makes no sense. Well, I know why, right? Because Honda is still helping Red Bull next year, and I think that was some sort of like payment for the help. But there's yeah, but, no but, other way to justify that. But, one, but once they wipe Honda off the side of that car, like <laughs> just throw him away with those. Uh, with uh, those yeah. Make me a sushirito and move on. <laughs> wrap, wrap it up and let's let's dip it in wasabi. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so. L- L, what do you, what do you think of uh, uh, well, LK's man crush Gasly and uh, and Sonoda's uh, weekend? I like you. Um, I was thinking that we hadn't give, given Yuki Sonoda a fair shot. You know, like you know, we hadn't really been able to assess his talent, like you said. But mm-hmm. this week was pretty bad. This weekend was was not good. Um, and I hope I hope he improves. You know, you never know. This is a sport where no, he won't. All the time. He won't. I'm sorry. He's got a whole another year to to, to prove us wrong, but it, it doesn't I mean, look good. Giovinazzi <laughs> has been in F1 for like five years, so you know, th- you know, it that, actually, that's a, that's a very good comp because Giovinazzi did zero to solidify his seat. I mean, well, we now we all know that Guan Yu Zhu is going to get that seat. All it took was 35 million euros to get there, but. Uh, yeah. Juvenasi did nothing to to prove his case. Like he knows his job is on the line, and he did nothing to help there. I mean, uh, LK yeah, defend, I think he's defend the, can't. <laughs> I mean, can't defend him. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, know. I tried to see him go. I like him, but I think he's kind of over it. Yeah, he not not doing anything and yeah they they're they're making the right move of uh, getting rid of him and uh yeah. and just taking the, the bags of cash yeah 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 i know i don't yeah, it's dirty money but there's already dirty money in formula one so i can't be a hypocrite and just like single out two here i just don't think you know i eliminate all the the you know dead weights of formula one zoo mazepin Bottas. Ricardo, Bottas, <laughs> Stroll, no, I never, Latifi, oh, oh, there we go. Half of the grid. Well, I was going to say of... about, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say about um, Giovinazzi's. I had read somewhere that, is he still part of Ferrari's driver academy? Do you guys know? I don't know, because this whole situation with Alpha was so weird because. As far as I understood, uh, Ferrari had a saying in one of the seats. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, when uh, Alpha renewed the contract with Sauber, Mm -hmm. you didn't hear about the Ferrari Academy anymore. Right. So I don't know why they renegotiated the contract, but I don't think 
they have an influence and i don't know if they still they're still keeping him around good for him if they are maybe he can be yeah. a reserve reserve driver for i think he is ferrari but the reserve driver for ferrari yeah but but you know it's a weird I, situation he yeah he didn't show any potential anyway yeah i had read an article this was a while ago now saying that ferrari is considering a hypercar project in Milan. So that might be a good spot for him. Yeah, that's all where all the, the failed drivers go, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> external project <Yeah>. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Le Mans, Indy, NASCAR, <laughs> all of yeah. That's where NASCAR, they go. Yeah. Um, but I about Zhu, is that how you say his name? Yeah. Zhu. Zhu? Zhu? Um, you know. I, we'll see. I I haven't watched uh, Formula Two, which is where he's coming from, so I don't know that much about him. Uh, I believe he's I'm performing sure better than Mazepin. Yeah, yeah, I think he's performing better than Mazepin was performing oh, last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, literally, well, hey, I could hey. get in the car and do that. So, how about his crying? Was that good or what? <laughs> <laughs> his you crying know, was good. I think he saw I, your predictions, I, and that made him cry. <laughs> I have empathy for him. Like, I, I feel bad, but I also am like, you are an abuser. Like, you sexually assaulted somebody and then put it on Instagram. So, like, yeah. please leave. He did, I, like, he did what is so weird right? for everybody. Just leave. Yeah. He did smoke past Schumacher in turn one. I mean, that that move he made, turn one, that that has to be his move of the year right there. Right. I mean, it's so, destroyed. Uh, I was reading an article that he kind of followed up on why he was crying. He said there's a lot of emotions and like he was mm-hmm. looking forward for the performance. He felt he, you know, he could do well. But interestingly enough, he said that a lot of personnel at Haas is leaving for other teams, including his engineer. He had a new engineer for that race in Brazil. So I think it wasn't uh, easy on him the fact that, you know, a lot of people were leaving, including his engineer. No, I don't know the yeah. back backstory. He he alluded to money. You know that's why yeah, people were leaving. Imagine, but, uh, imagine how desperate you'd have to be to to want one of the Haas employees, right? I, I mean, yeah. to, to 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 poach one of them. I mean, like talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, right? Yeah, that, that it's sure yeah, from you. Like yeah, exactly. I'm right. sure, yeah, I'm sure there's great Come people on. there. <laughs> but but. One thing, and I, I'm not. Uh, they they just don't be, actually work on the car. They, they, yeah, but they are nice things. guys. They're nice guys. So happy hour and all that. But well, one thing that, like that caught my attention, like one dollar to work on a car. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that caught my attention is uh, remember Mexico when when um, Nikita uh, went on the radio say, "Are you having a laugh?" You know, like because of the whole yeah, passing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then when he fucked up in Brazil, and then the engineer was talking to him, I was like. They don't sound the same person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The guy, the guy this weekend had a, like an American uh, accent. I was like, something's wrong. And then I read this article, and it made sense yeah. because they, he literally changed engineers. But he was sad that the previous one was leaving, the one that he hated a yeah, week ago. So, hated, one, yeah, so one, I, I, one I don't get it. Like he's crying. He, he should be celebrating. Yeah, but yeah, that team is a mess. You know, like now yeah. the uh, Andretti, not not Andretti, but uh, Haas. The, Apparently, he doesn't doesn't care about the team. It's not investing as much. No. You know, Nikita is like Nikita's dad is basically paying the bills there. I don't know yeah, what's going to happen with that team yeah. next year. I don't know why it's still called us. Why they're 
maybe they'll rebrand over the, you know, the break. You know, maybe, I just, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Audi will buy them too, you know? I know. Uh, yeah. Audi's buying everyone, right? Okay. Yeah. They're, they're buying, uh, it's going to be McLaudy. McLaudy. <laughs> Before we get McLeod. to that, cause I do want to talk about that. I do want to say about um, Pierre, because I never gave you my thoughts on him. I think Pierre Gasly is probably the most um, undervalued driver on the grid. I mean, not on I this podcast. Say, I don't want to say. Yeah, not, yeah, not on this yes, I know. You guys love him, so I, I, we're in cahoots. Um, I don't want to say underrated because he's very good and people recognize that, but I just think mm-hmm. he's undervalued. He's underutilized. He needs to get and out of the Red Bull system. Yeah, yeah, the fact that he's like wallowing away at Alpha Tauri is like, a shame like truly like why isn't he in a better car like he could be fighting for championships truly mm-hmm. um i i think that he is what people want russell and norris to be yep yeah but yep. they're so blinded by their british bias that they can't fathom that it's a french person and that was my realization a couple of weeks ago a couple of races ago you know i said i finally realized that gasly is way better than norris and they, because he's scrappy and he's fighting basically for his life in a team that hates him, basically. You yeah, know, and like, I, how many times has he come in P6 this year? Like, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, I, I just wish that Mercedes hires him next year after Hamilton you know, retires. And then it's going to be a good lineup, Russell and Gosling. Yeah. Probably. I think yeah. they'll push each other. Yeah, I think we, we've talked like there's two really good landing spots we, would be, um, yeah, Mercedes or uh, McLeod, uh once uh, once they get rid of, uh, of Danny Rick. The, the only thing we don't know about Gasly uh, is is we don't know if he has the true killer instinct that all the great drivers have, because it, at least it's, let's take, you know, uh, maybe a comp would be Ocon. Ocon goes for crazy bold moves. Like he, you, you know that he has the instinct to be uh, a very good driver. He has. The, I disagree. I want I, my drivers to have a great ego. Bozo and, time. That's bozo time. Say Ocon has the instinct. Come on. Listen. What are second. we doing here? Your, your boy, your boy Lando doesn't have it, right? Like, oh no, he doesn't. Hundred percent. We so, are in agreement. Well, I think I think Ocon does because Ocon is is not afraid to race against uh, uh, Fernando, and and we've seen him make some dumb moves, but he's also made some stuff oh, work as well. Break, like that's what I like about him. Breaking late doesn't mean that he has killer instinct. He's just dumb. No, no, no. Going going for moves that are fifty fifty, I think is is what you're looking for in a guy that, that's trying to push to the very limit. That's what I want. You're so simple sometimes. What I think is cool about um, Akon is that he like doesn't care, doesn't really care yeah. what other people think about him. Yeah, exactly. um, And I think that lends to being a great F1 driver. Yeah, he doesn't care. That's why he. You have to. That's go- why he drives a, a Renault Clio. Right. That's why he's like <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. No, you you have to believe that you are the greatest driver in the world. That's that's what you want to have. And and the moment that you don't think you're the greatest driver, that's that's when you're done. Um anyway. All right. Well, and we mentioned that uh, so Audi definitely is buying McLaren, right? I mean, this is a I done deal. So. Did you uh, know, did you see the, the article? The yeah, the statement. Yeah, they're uh, denial no, that they're be, denying by denying it, right? Uh, yeah. It's it's a done they deal. Said, um, they said uh, McLaren's technology strategy has always involved ongoing dis- ongoing discussions 
and collaboration with relevant partners and suppliers, including other car makers. However, there has been no change in the ownership structure of the McLaren Group. When I read this, this means that the team is for sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they're the, totally. The, yeah. The story was that they made an offer. McLaren's board of directors said no. So then they made another offer and they accepted it. That, yeah. And that I think is completely believable uh, story. He, here's where they lose me, right? This article is when they say, yeah, these negotiations are going on. And it's an open door for the Volkswagen to, to come into Formula One through Audi. But then you, you read the two last sentences. They say, that doesn't mean that Porsche is not interested in Formula One. Like, how dumb can you be to write that the same group is interested to go <laughs> into the Formula One all in as a manufacturer yeah. with two brands? That makes absolutely no sense. It's already so expensive to be a mm-hmm. team slash manufacturer I think it, for it one team. Be, Doing that it twice. Would be that the makes same sense. engine, but just under two brand read the article that's not what what they allude they they say that both are interested in going all in basically i would understand if that was the case like ferrari and alfa romeo right like like Mm -hmm. alfa is just like a marketing ploy right Uh, Right. still using ferrari but if you read that that article from motors autosport right the last two sentences says that doesn't mean porsche is not is still not interested in in, in getting Mm -hmm. to formula one so I thought that Porsche would end up at McLaren because of Andreas Seidel, but I guess not. Listen, it would be very cool to have another manufacturer. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know it creates an in, in the uh, here's the thing: I, you either go back to when you know there were no manufacturers; they were just supplying engines for teams, or you mm-hmm. go to a full lineup of manufacturers, have like twelve no, or ten mm-hmm. manufacturers. This half and half kind of sucks because, like, you have yeah. you no know, Mercedes uh, supplying to four teams, Ferrari to three to three teams total, Renault Alpine uh, just one. It's not cool, you know. Like, I don't like it. Uh, I would I would like to see more of a balance. The, just just going back to to Porsche being in. I mean, they're they're talking about Porsche being uh, in five years from now being a team on the grid. Right, because they're waiting for for the new engine regs, right? Yeah. So, I, it's not that. I mean, because you don't know what the landscape is going to be like in five years. You don't know if Williams is on the edge of, you know, well, Doralton, uh, if they're ready to uh, to cash out, um, or maybe I mean, one I of the other teams just get tired. Of, on the right? edge. Yeah. So, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be that wild to think about them picking picking up McLaren and then when Porsche wants to enter that they pick up another team. But five years that doesn't away. make sense, Jason. Like to have yeah, I think like does. two two you know uh, Red, Red Bull does, two companies. Yeah. No, but they use the same they they use the same engine. Like it doesn't say it doesn't make sense for like two subsidiaries invest that much money to operate individual teams. But Red Bull is doing. I don't. I don't. I don't see your point. Red Bull well, they, is doing this. They they do that at the chassis chassis level, right? But they they use a single engine supplier, which is you don't home. you don't think that they would all go to the same engine in five That's years? not how I under how I understand. Unless I would say well, well, uh, we, we now we know about your reading comprehension and your thinking skills that you can put together a complex thought. <laughs> I mean, come Fine, on. We'll see. Like, they, they, like uh, the, 
other teams are do other teams are doing it. It's not this is not that crazy. It's yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it, if they were yeah. trying to do it all in one year, then yes, you, you're right. But it's just stupidity because one team, now, one team in five years. From a business perspective, Red Bull, like Alpha Tower is their junior team. Volkswagen comes in with like Audi and Porsche. Who is the junior team? Unless one is junior team, they're gonna compete against each other. That's gonna be the stupidest thing ever. What? Well, no, I think oh, I think how fine. it would be structured is that Audi would be like the works team, right? And then yeah, I, I would say they would probably go in with Red Bull because Red Bull is going to be a new engine, need a new engine. They're definitely not going to get a Mercedes, and they're not going to go back to Renault. Like, let's be real. Um, but you don't think that it would be more own? of you don't well, think they're going to have to develop. They're going to have to develop their own engine in five years. Yeah, and but they, they can't basically... use the Honda IP. You don't think that they're going to buy like they've already got the people and the stuff to do it. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they just buy all the the IP or you know license the IP to be able to do it? I... Uh, well, I I know that they purchased the current IP for the current power unit from Honda to keep it going, mm-hmm. but after that expires, they don't own it anymore, so they'll have to create yeah. their own engine. But technically, they are staffing up right to do that, yeah. but. I could see a play where, yeah, I could see a play where Porsche or Audi or whatever buys Red Bull powertrain, right? Their engines division and then coming into a Formula One like that. Like having two brands with independent uh, operations coming in, like it makes no sense to me. That's why I don't believe in this article and and I'm calling bullshit. Well, I was going to think it would be kind of like, remember how Red Bull used to like Aston Martin Red Bull was more of a licensing deal, kind of like how Mm -hmm. the Alfa Romeo Sauber situation is. It would be like a Red Bull, you know, Volkswagen Group would supply the engine and then it would be Red Bull Porsche with a licensing deal. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, well, and and we know that. Uh, oh, they also had a deal with uh, Infinity, right? Because was it was it Vettel, yeah. like, yes. director of performance, which was like a but, but <laughs> Infinity was <laughs> is owned by, by Renault. Renault. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So or or no, country, or they're right? they're an investor. They're an investor in uh, in them, right? I don't well, think they own the, the Nissan they own. Renault Group. I think they own. Yeah, they own Infinity. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's okay. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. I'm sorry. Uh, you you yeah. can look it up. They're they're an uh, investor. All right. Okay. So bozo time for you. All right. Who 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 scored prediction points this weekend? I did two points yes. against Sar- you. zero. You Neil Neil, as the British actually, would say, Neil Neil. Actually, I got, I got I got one point. Um, you backed into two, and uh, congratulations. I mean, but you still have to wear. How'd you get one point? How'd you go? Uh, because my hot take was that Vettel actually completes the sprint race without crashing. No, that that was never a hot take. Like this is stupid. Yes, take. it is. Have you hey, seen Vettel Vettel in a sprint race? That's a cold take. <laughs> it's safe <still> cold take. <laughs> well, I would like to address your hot take, which was Alonso fifth in the sprint race. Alonso hot. never even like this was this hot takes. Your Listen, second hot takes, worst thing of the weekend. Hot takes are supposed to be bold, you know, and you know that's where you risk. Yeah, but not dumb. Like the, like I told and I told you when you said that, like there's no way an Alpine is even going to sniff 
fifth place. He didn't even beat his teammate. I mean, you were, like, you, <laughs> you were sweating cold when he was forced in the, the last FP, weren't you? Oh, I, I was expecting you to like being taken victory laps, you know, that the, that this prediction was going to come true, but uh, no, I, ne I never doubted it. But however, you doubted Lewis every single lap of this race. Reverse jinx. When... That's how we call it. Reverse jinx. <laughs> Reverse yeah. Jinx. Yeah. Backpedal all you want. It was a horrible weekend for LK. Sorry, bud. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we did. We actually didn't hear uh, Sir Lewis complain about his tires. Uh, I mean, I, I think there was only one communication that came through that his tires were wearing down, but not really. Yeah. Right. Lap twenty three, but yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. So it's been a frustrating season for that. I, I yeah. gotta admit it. Yeah. Bono, yeah. my tire. I, I I I miss the Bono. My tires are gone. <laughs> It was a staple for the past seven years. You know, it's just like. Do you think he's like saying something in code though? Like I kind of feel like when he says that it's code for something else. A hundred percent. But he doesn't even do that anymore. But you guys see in the, in the broadcast that when they asked about the tires, he didn't say anything. He was like clicking the buttons yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. so cryptic. And that's probably what he's doing now is that. You know, if when he gives a communication or something, he's just clicking something on on the wheel, Multiple. and I would, yeah, I would, or or just like a, a certain sequence or something, you know, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, I I would actually suspect a lot more teams are doing that as well, um, or or it, you know, we if somebody were to watch and see if he did some kind of hand signal as well, because he could probably do some hand signal down uh, down the main straight. Um, that like, makes, well, like it, it could be as simple as like he just he puts his thumb in a different position or something or, or a finger and it's that it's not so odd. and i and i am and i am this stupid the guy is going 300 miles per hour and they, they will be able to see his finger yeah yeah Okay, Jason. They have, they have camera, camera views. The yeah, they have sure. camera views. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. They, they're gonna well, be doing that. FBI doesn't have the camera views, but the, but the teams, the teams actually do. <sighs> you, you've never yeah. watched any racing. I mean, this is this is great because drivers <laughs> talk about watching the pylons as they're going down the straight. Drivers talk about watching the replays on, on the big screen TVs. They they also have a pit board that's hanging out for them, like. And, and have you heard of perspective? Like the driver <laughs> watching the 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 yeah the TV is one thing. The the poor guy on the pit wall trying to find a thumb at three hundred no, miles per hour. Have, I, I'm sorry, you and the FIA don't seem to understand that there are cameras on the vehicle, and <laughs> like it's not that hard. Okay, right. I mean, you 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 again. You've just shown yourself to to not be a true fan. I mean, yeah. your will, your uh, will knowledge fraud. is disappointing. You, that, I am a fraud. Anyone yeah. who reads your tweets will know that now. All right. Well, yeah. L, thank you for helping me set LK straight. Uh, I, I'm sorry you had to endure his nonsense for this long, but thank you for I coming. I enjoyed it. Thank yeah, you for L. having me. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, go ahead and talk about your, your. You have a blog, right? I do. It's yeah. I have a blog. Uh, it's called F1 Paddock Report. Um, it's something I just started because I, after I watched the first Formula One race, I was like, I have to consume every form of F1 media yeah, there is out there. Just absolutely obsessed. Um, and I had a lot of thoughts about it. So I started to write them down. 
I'm not very consistent about it, but it's something I just do for fun. So if anybody wants to read it, I would really appreciate it. What's and the follow address? me on Twitter. What's the address? Uh, the blog? website is actually thepaddockreport.com because um, that was the only domain name available. Uh, but my Twitter handle is at F1 Paddock Report. All right. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe we'll, we'll bring you over to our blog, which has broken some really great stories this year. <laughs> I would love that. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you all. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it again, uh, for uh, the upcoming race. What, what, what's the next race? Cutter. Is that right? Cutter. Yep. If they finish the track. Yeah. If yeah, they, yeah, if, they, if they were able to put the asphalt down. Panning right. construction. Yep. Is it, is this, is this the one that's the MotoGP track? No, this is the new one. The new track. Yeah. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is the MotoGP, right? Oh. Yeah, the the way to know if it's Moto a MotoGP Moto? track is if uh, is if a rider has died there. For what? <laughs> Never mind. And, and with, that, <laughs> with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time. It's, uh, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs>